It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, what's good, Wiz Nation? What's going on, everybody? Tonight, now, the Washington Wizards dropped one, a very close and nail-biting loss to the New York Knicks, 112-108. to 108. But it wasn't because of Kyle Kuzma, because he drops a 40-piece. We're going to do a recap tonight, and then at the end, we're going to chop it up a little bit. We're going to keep it short and sweet. TGIF, thank God it's Friday, but let's get into it, y'all. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's having a good night, regardless of the loss. Um, rolling solo tonight. Thank you for making the Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Tonight's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NBA. So the Washington Wizards drop a nail-biting game at home, 112-108 to the New York Knickerbockers. Now, it was a close game going into the fourth quarter. Kyle Kuzma, he showed out tonight. He did. Now, there were some negatives, but we're going to get into it in a little bit. But dropping 40 points tonight. So Kyle Kuzma and Christopher Zingas. Now, Christopher Zingas was not his best shooting night. And he tends, and we're going to, like, again, we're, we're going to get into the whys in a little bit. But uh, his shooting wasn't, you know, his shot wasn't dropping per se, but he did contribute 21 points. But Kyle Kuzma and Christopher Zingas, I feel like they did show a little low tonight. And in the in the place of Bradley Bill, who obviously is still out, but he should be available for Monday, Monday's game against the Golden State Warriors. But looking at the starting unit, Kyle Kuzma, again, 40 points, was was on fire tonight. He played well. He was aggressive. He was very clutch. You know, he's starting to call him Clutch Kuz. Well, he was clutch in the fourth quarter because he kept the Wizards in the game. Now, um, KP, again, 21 points. Now, looking at Gaff, he contributed 6.6 rebounds, but he only played 16 minutes. Now, I don't know if it was an injury. Um, they have not gave any news as yet to any injury with Gafford, but I know that he left the game and did not play after that dunk that Julius Randle, um, when he dunked on Gafford. And uh, Gafford stayed down for a little bit. So, like I said, the, uh, the team has not released any information whether it was an injury or what. But uh, uh, next episode, we'll definitely let you guys know what's going on with Gaff, but only playing only 16 minutes. But rounding out the starting lineup, Corey Kispert. Wow. I mean, he's slashing. He really showed his NBA or his NBA, uh, excuse me, his uh, basketball IQ tonight. Slashing, you know, the shot, he he looked better tonight, 13 points. So he, he played better tonight. Now, Jordan Goodwin um, starting tonight with Monte Morris being out for injury. He, five points, but we always say, me and he always say that it's, he contributes in ways that don't always, is not always categorized. You know, the effort, the IQ, the the, the heart, the dog. The defense, you know, so we I felt like defense uh defensive wise, he played well tonight. Uh Jordan Goodwin. Now, did he he played well, but he did not shut down Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Jalen Brunson was on fire for the next night, scoring 34 points. But I felt like he the energy was there. But 
you know, defending Jalen Brunson, you know, Jalen Brunson was was hitting tonight. 34 points. He was hitting, you know, he was just he had a good shooting night. So uh looking at the bench. Now the bench again was very underwhelming. So uh Rui Hachiburn, nine points, but he shot four for 14. So again, Rui is starting his uh hot start is is cool down a little bit. He's a struggled the last three games, but I'm not too concerned because, especially with the scoring and the shooting, you know, he's had some off nights, but that's his forte. Now, if we're talking about defense, that's a whole other subject and in the conversation about Rui. But uh, shooting-wise, I'm not concerned. I think he will get his shot back going forward. But running out, uh, Taj Gibson, five points. Denny, three points, but nine rebounds. So he he continues to rebound at a high level. It wasn't 20 rebounds this time. I wish it was. But he continues to rebound at a high level. Now, three points. You know, the three-point shot just ain't there. You know, defenses are leaving him open for a reason. He's just not hitting open three-point shots. And this three-point shot continues to be an issue for him, and it continues to be a tool that is lacking in his offensive repertoire. So that is um, that's rounding out the stats for the starting and the second unit. Kyle Kuzma, again, 40 points. And uh, KP, 21 points. So, you know, 40 points, you, you can't be mad at 40 points. now. Kyle Kuzma can't share. We're going to talk about it. And I'm already looking at the comments. <laughs> Shout out to Siva. Um, Kyle Kuzma tends to shoot a lot, you know, he, but he was aggressive. He was aggressive. He was clutch and he kept us in the game. So I'm not even mad. You know, he, tonight was Kuz's night. Kuz showed out, you know, that tonight was bobblehead night for um, the long sweater he wore last season. So it was uh, his bobblehead night. So he definitely showed out for his bobblehead night. So coming up, I'm going to look at some team stats. And I'm, I'm going to give you my positives and negatives from this game. But before we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. As a small business owner or a hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve those goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified, excuse me, qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Apply. So let's get into my positives and negatives from this game. But before we do, there's a few stats out there for uh, team-wise that came out, kind of came out to me. Uh, We we did shoot 38% from the field. So we, we... our, start, our shot struggled, especially in the first quarter or really the first half. We It took a while for us to get going with the shots. And it shows. You know, we really struggled with our shot in the first half. Um, three-point percentage, again, we are not a good three-point shooting team. And that's the that's really the way to, to defend this team is to play the zone defense and challenge us to shoot because it works every time. 
Now, this game was closer, so we did well with ball movement to a, to a certain degree. Now, in the second half, you know, um, the, the usual suspects, Kuz, Rui, you know, they got into, you know, the, the ISO ball. But overall, the fluidity of the ball movement was good in this game. You did have moments where – but it, it comes with hero ball. You know, Kyle Kuzma, like I said, was very aggressive in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. And, you know, so uh, looking at free throws, we did better. 23 from 26. So we we – Made the free throws count. But the biggest stat I'm going to throw out there tonight, y'all, is the amount of points in the paint. 58 points in the paint. That is unacceptable. That's unacceptable. They, they did whatever they want. Julius Randle was on fire tonight. Mitchell Robinson defended the paint. And Jalen Brunson was able to penetrate our paint with ease. So paint defense <laughs> was, was abysmal for us, man. I mean... It, we we just couldn't do anything. We couldn't stop paint. You know, like I said, Jalen Brunson was a man on the mission tonight, and Mitchell Robinson uh, some key blocks in the first half. So, anytime you score fifty plus points in the paint, you're going to win that game. And the the paint was wide open from for the New York Knicks tonight, and it showed. So the fact that we lost by four is miraculous in a sense because they did whatever they want in the paint. So, moving forward, some negatives and positives. Well, then I'm going I'm to roll with the negatives first because we lost. Uh, boxy down continues to be an issue. Uh, we tend to have an issue with giving teams a lot more second chances than they than we should. You know, we have a problem with boxing out and and rebounding. You know, we just we, that, that continues to be a problem. You know, I was uh, I was chatting to a few folk on Twitter during the game. And, you know, the, the main message was we are where we are. You know, and at this point in the season, we are where we are. You know, we are a team who struggles to box out to rebound we allow teams second chance points and it always comes back to bite us uh transition defense it did uh the knicks pushed the pace they did they caught us sleeping and again that is a recipe for success for teams against the wizards push the pace catch this defense off balance and it happens every time you know when 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 teams catch us off balance then uh, it, it creates confusion man you know we miss assignments we uh, bad rotations and it was just too many open shooters tonight and three an issue that comes with that we've had all year, complaining or celebrating and not running down the court. Tonight, I know I'm going to catch flag for it, but Rui, second quarter, arguing the call and led to a, uh, a layup by Emmanuel quickly. You know, protesting the call, celebrating, look, all that, do it at a later time. You know, if you're celebrating, do it at a timeout. If you want to, if you want the same thing with complaining. We have to get back. They're killing us on the transition, and it, and it happens every time. You know, look, Rui is a high-character guy, so I'm not saying it's a character issue. You know, and most, every guy on the team has been guilty for it at least a couple times a season. You know, celebrate or complain at the appropriate time. But you to stand there and just, <laughs> you know, and, and watch quickly just go down and make a layup, I mean, you just I, – I don't understand that. So some positives. Kispert. His high, he has a high basketball IQ in his shows. His, his his slashing, you know, his movement without the ball, you know, movement movement without the ball is a skill that can't necessarily be taught, man. You know, it's just it, it comes with high high IQ in the basketball court, and you see that with Kispert with his movement without the ball and uh, Kuz's aggression. You know, Kuz, I, I know the comments. I know that you know a lot of people saying that you know <laughs> he does tend to shoot a lot of low IQ shots, low percentage shots, and I, I agree. But his aggression, I think, is kind of offsets that. You know, his aggression with his size, just driving the lane, getting calls. You know, I, I, I like the aggression from Kyle Kuzma, man. You know, the, the aggression was key tonight. So 
overall, those are my takeaways from this game. This was a winnable game. The New York Knicks, they, they're they a pretty good team. Now, they are a team that we're going to be challenging for a play-in or going up to the eighth to the sixth seed. So these are games that you want to win. And coming up within the next couple of weeks, we are going to Madison Square Garden, a.k.a. Mecca, to play the Knicks. So it's, it's definitely time to get some get back in NYC. But overall, you know, to, be, to lose by only four, and we kept the game going in the fourth, you know, being without Bradley Bill, our franchise player, being without Monte Morris, and it's, I think we played a good game. Now, I guess a, a few more things I'm going to kind of point out about what I saw from this team. KP, um, he's very quick. Now, he hit some key three-point shots in the fourth. I'll give him that. But he is very quick, excuse me, very quick to shoot the three-point shot, very quick to, three, to shoot the three-point uh, three shot, and it shows. He's got to really let the offense orchestrate. Um, we already talked about Kuz, how he does need a lot of shots to kind of get his points, but his aggression, I think, like I, you know, like I said, really offsets that. You know, he does. I, I get it, y'all. <laughs> he does shoot low IQ, low percentage shots sometimes, but you know, like last, you know, like the last game against the Bulls, sometimes they drop. But his aggression, I think, is the biggest key and the biggest part of the game of Kuz's game that I like. He's an aggressive player and he really utilizes his height. So. That is my takeaways. You know, again, losing 112 to 108 at home. Now, Monday is the final game for our four-game homestand against the Golden State Warriors. But me and Eve will be doing a preview on Sunday, as, as well as we are going to be grading the midseason grades for this team. So definitely tune in on Sunday. So before we move on to comments, because I know I'm going to keep it short tonight, y'all, because I know it's Friday night, and I definitely appreciate everybody who came out to show support for the video and, and, and chop it up with me tonight following this loss so tonight's episode is brought to you by bet online betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the world cup we got it all at betonline.net if you love sports podcasts such as this one you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use the mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. I definitely recommend BetOnline, y'all. It is my go-to. I've tried all of them. But BetOnline, to me, is the most user-friendly and is the quicker to get your funds. I mean, it's just, it's just a better site. So definitely check it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Uh, so let's get into some comments to round out the night. Like I said, I definitely appreciate everybody showing up, man. You know, it's, it's late for me. It's about 957. So I definitely I know everybody wants to crack open that beer. So let's get into it. Let's let's chop it up. All right. Start now with pink different. If we play high lineup versus New York and Bradley Bill isn't playing, use Denny instead of Kispert. It can these small players better and you don't depend on the spacing without Bill. You know, I agree, but I don't. Denny, I, I, tonight, if they won, he would have got my defensive uh, player belt. He, you know, defensive-wise, you know, there were a few plays where R.J. Barrett drove on him and caught him sleeping, man. But overall, Kispert played good defense tonight. And, you know, he can he can guard point guards, and, and he's guarded centers. You know, last season, he, you know, he guarded 
uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. So he, he defense is definitely the name of the game for um for Denny. But Kispert, I mean, the IQ man. I mean, you know, there's always been this debate whether you know international players as opposed to G League players as opposed to college players. And the one thing I noticed, and it's not true all the time, but especially with your college guys coming out of these programs like Gonzaga or North Carolina or Duke or Florida, shout out to Bradley Bill, you know, or Kentucky, shout out to John Wall, man. You know, these programs, there's a reason why they're factories for NBA players because they they breed NBA-ready players. You know, I think Kisper came into the league with a high IQ. You know, the biggest thing with him that he had to learn, and I think that Denny is going to have to learn, is a quicker shot release. You know, it took a while for Kisper to really adopt a quicker shot release. But once he got rolling, he's good. And, you know, just his, you know, his instincts with moving out the ball is just, you know, if you look at your, a lot of your shooters, there's two guys that I know that are known for their off-ball movement, Ray Allen and Stephen Curry. You know, and they, moving without the ball, those two, to me, are the goats of moving without the ball. And Kisper does that well. So I, def, I, I definitely agree, but I guess really it depends on the lineup. But I agree, you know, and that's the thing about this lineup is that you got guys who can, you can mix and match. So, you know, definitely good comment. I definitely agree. We'll see. Siva looks good. Kuz's play can be frustrating. It's true that he's making valid points, but he's also forcing shots, making low IQ moves, and acting like he's the only player on the field. Watching is difficult. I agree. I, I'm a fan of Kuz. I think he's a lot better player than he was in L.A. And, then he, and right now, he's showcasing himself for a bag. He's going to get paid. You know, if we don't pay him $20, 25000000 million a year, somebody will because he is really involved into a complete player. But, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. He shoots a lot of low IQ, low percentage shots. You know, he tends to be a black hole with the ball, and he's not the only one. Really can be. You know, Will Barton can be. Bradley Bill. You know, there's guys on his team that are ISO guys. And and that's, you know, but it, he tonight, I just can't, I can't say too much. 40 points, he kept us in the game. But I, I agree. You know, when he's on, he's on. You know, I said this in the offseason. I said this. You know, when he's on, he's on. When he's not, you know, it, it, it can be frustrating. So, but I appreciate the comment. I feel you. Let's see. Uh, Drew, what's good, man? We lost the game in the third quarter. Needed the third person to step up. Kuz, most consistent player on this team. Missed Gil tonight. He deserves a play. Another questionable decision by West. Thank you. Hit the nail on the head. Where was Gil at? I, I, I agree, especially with Gafford. I don't know. I, I don't know. They didn't say much on the podcast, uh, not the podcast, but the broadcast about Gafford. I, they did mention you know, after Julius Randle got the dunk on him, I don't know if he got injured, or, but, you know, 16 minutes, I felt like Gil should have got some minutes. Uh, we definitely lost the game in the third quarter. The, um, the Knicks, they got on the run in the, in the, the roll. But in, in the next, uh, your next point with the third person needs to step up, that's really the, the biggest issue we've had all season, man. We'll have two guys, whether it's two out of the three of the solid three, but we always need that third guy. And it's been Rui for the most part, man, this season. Rui has been that pivotal piece on the bench, being the scorer on the bench. And I think that, in my humble opinion, he needs to be considered, you know, at least in the conversation for six man of the year. Because, you know, if you go off of value, his scoring off the bench is valued. When he doesn't score, it shows. We struggle. You know, we lost this game. You know, if, if he's on, we win this game. Easy. And that's how important these, these role guys, these, you know, these little glue guys, like, you know, Delon or Rui, you know, with them being out, it hurt because it shows how pivotal they are. His his points off the bench are important. So, yeah, very often than not, when we struggle or when we lose, it's usually the, the inability to find that third guy to step up to really help out, whether it's Kuz or KP or Brett, you know, whoever 
but the third guy coming out has always been the issue. So, yeah, I definitely agree, man. Definitely agree. Matt, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? I feel like a broken record saying the same thing over and over again. Same issues like always, every game. Yeah, me and E say it all the time, man. We feel like <laughs> a broken record, man. It's the same issues. You know, whether it's defense, whether it's transition defense or paint defense or defensive communication or defensive assignments or, you know, the lack of ball movement and ISO play. It's just it's the same issues. And, you know, it feels like, you know, if as fans or basketball enthusiasts, <laughs> if we can see it, why can't they? And it, that's, that's on coaching, man. If you continue to have the same issues all the time, you know, from a coaching standpoint, you know, Wes, he has to make these adjustments. He has to, you know, they I, what's going on in practice? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's the same issues. So you're absolutely correct, man. You're absolutely correct. Uh, let's, we're going to do a couple more comments because I know everybody's trying to pop over that beer and, and get their Friday night rolling, man. Let's see. Somewhat Aussie. What's going on, man? Some real inconsistent players just needed a couple more of the guys to step. Yeah, just like we we're saying, man, finding those guys to step up, you know, is usually a lot of the burden, especially the last three games. A lot of the burden has been on the starting unit. The bench has struggled, and it's and it shows. You know, when this bench plays well, we win. You know, we really do. You know, we, if you look at most of the key wins, especially against contending teams that we've beaten, you know. Most of the time, the bench performs well. So I, I definitely agree. It's a, it, the team overall is very inconsistent. You know, we went on a five-game winning streak. You know, we had a 10-game losing streak. I mean, the list goes on. We're very inconsistent. Now, injuries have, have played a role. You know, Bradley Bill, you know, hate him or love him. Hate or love his contract. He's, you know, he's a franchise guy. And, you know, he is, in, he is somewhat important to this team. He does take a lot of attention away from other guys to step up. And, that, and that's the raw truth. You know, Bradley Bill... You know, we could have a whole nother conversation whether he deserves a contract, whatever, but he does. You know, he is still a, a good scorer in his league, and he takes a lot of attention from the defense. So with him not being in the lineup, you know, guys do need to step up. So I definitely agree on that. Let's see. Michael Corpus, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? The Knicks had a full roster, but barely one. Just saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, that shows why they're in the play-in position. <laughs> They have a lot of young guys, man. But if you look at their roster, man, you know they they got to they got to really look at their their you know what they're going to do next couple of years because they got a lot of nice talent. R.J. Barrett is nice talent, you know. Randall, um, what's his name? Jalen Brunson, man. I mean Brunson, they I think he was the only key target in the offseason for the Knicks. And a lot of people were like, oh, really? That's your guy? But you know he showed you know him running offense. You know, so they're they're, they're kind of like us, man. The Knicks are a lot like we're our rosters really mirror each other man because we're two teams who are kind of in the gray area man you know we just we you know on one hand we're, we are challenging for playing on the other hand we are on the, the bottom tier of teams and we're looking at a lottery pick so it's just a gray area and like i said that's a whole other conversation and definitely going towards the deadline we're going to have a lot more of these conversations me and e but yeah i mean full roster and they barely won what does it say about us man you know we have talent on this team it's just Playing team basketball and with the deadline coming up, especially you're going to see guys. And I, and I fear that we're going to see a lot more ISO, a lot more guys trying to get that bag. And it's just when we walk away from team basketball, man, we just we don't play well as a team. And that's there's a reason why basketball is a team sport. So I definitely agree on that one. Oh, man, man, y'all getting on Siva, man. Y'all at least see the alone, man. All right. Uh, Fred Fezzo, man. Teams are daring Denny to take the three. Don't blame them. <laughs> Can you can you blame them, man? <laughs> I mean, he's just his shot is just 
the release is slow. It's just it's, he's not confident, man. He's just he's he's not confident, and you know he's just and you see it. His confidence in the shot is just not there, and it's it's getting to a point where you know. You know, there was a time in the NBA where you had your guys who were defensive guys who weren't really known to be shooters till like later in their career. You know, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. You know, if you look at him defensively, he was a good defensive player, but his his shot never dropped, <laughs> and it was ugly as all get. But you know, Bruce Bowen made his money being a defensive guy. Dennis Rodman made his money being a defensive guy. So, yeah, on one hand, yes, the NBA is a more perimeter centric league. But you can't survive being a defensive specialist. Now, will his will his shot get there? I think it comes with development. You know, I think him going to a team, if we are going, if we are trying to build around Bill, sending Denny to a team where he can develop and really, really try to get that shot, I think will work for him. But if we rebuild, because look, there's a there's a lot of questions, man. You know, if you if you guys look at our last episode when we were interviewing um Mr. Halliburton, Troy Halliburton, man, you know who. You know, is has you know he he's a source as close to the team. You know, this team right now these 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 next um, three to four weeks going to the deadline are important, man, because it's going to shape the direction that this team is going to go. And I and you you see a lot of reports, man, that the team is really looking at itself in the mirror right now because, I mean, injuries I get it, but full strength. We are looking at a plan, trying to get that AC. So that's one thing to think about. But getting back to Denny, you're absolutely correct, man. You know they they're they're letting him shoot, and ah oh, man, it's just it's frustrating sometimes. It really is. And we're gonna do one more, one more comment, man. Our oh, let's see, let's get to our old magic, man. Kuz was locking up on D tonight too, and I see Earl. Shout out, man. I see you getting on. You know, my boy, see, man, look, you know, hey, everybody's got their plays, man. You know, I, I think that Siva is correct in his assessment about Kuz's game, but you can't take away his importance tonight. I'll say that. You know, Kuz can be a guy who shoots a lot of, you know, we. I'm not going to hit a, you know, beat a dead horse here, but his importance tonight, he kept us in this game. So, you know, so I, I'm with both y'all, man. You know, I'm with all y'all, man. So that's going to be it for uh, tonight, guys. I definitely appreciate everybody watching the episode tonight and um, chopping up with me tonight. Definitely appreciate it. So thanks for making Locked the Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game, NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on, Game to Game, covers every game from across the NBA. With local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Now on YouTube, for y'all that are watching us on YouTube, we are closer to 3,000 subscribers, so definitely like, subscribe, hit the notification button, and so when we get new videos, it, it hits you. So definitely show some love. Let's get to 3,000 subscribers. Um, definitely follow me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. We chop it up with fans on game days, and definitely follow the real Ed Oliver's football channel, where he covers the Washington Commanders with the offseason coming up, and he's going to have a lot of good content as far as the free agency with the Washington Commander. So definitely show love on that front. So again, I definitely appreciate everybody showing out tonight, showing love. Again, you know, 112-108, four-point loss, but let's try, to, let's try to get it on Monday, man. Monday we played the green oh, – I'm about to say Green Bay. Lord have mercy. The Golden State Warriors. So let's try to get a win as we go on the road. So again, appreciate everybody tonight. Hail to the Wizards in the words of my dude, E. And peace. Everybody have a good night.
Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.